This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Houston Astros. This is the moment. Astros. But the job isn't done yet. Take it back. Take it, take it back, boys. Nationals. Everybody on their feet here. Oh, this is what we play for. This team has no quit. The World Series. Game one. We hung a banner two years ago. We want to hang another one for these group of fans. Go, go Astros. Deep left field. Let's go. Let's go. And now, Astro Launch. The official pregame show of Houston Astros Playoff Baseball. Brought to you by Houston Methodist. Leading medicine by Gallery Furniture. By Daniels Jewelers. And by Waste Management. Here they come. Lift off. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. And greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros take on the Washington Nationals in Game 1 of the World Series. The Astros getting to the World Series after beating the Yankees in the ALCS in six games, including the dramatic 6-4 to victory on Jose Altuve's walk-off home run in Game 6 on Saturday here at Minute Maid Park. And they're taking on a Nationals team that had to get through the wild card game, beating the Milwaukee Brewers. And then they took out the Dodgers in five games in the National League Division Series before sweeping the Cardinals in four games in the NLCS to get to the World Series for the first time in their team's history. Astros' third World Series trip. Of course, they won it all just two years ago. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist Leading Medicine. Well, this is a a pitching matchup for the ages, and we're going to be saying that a lot in this series. Garrett Cole getting the ball for the Houston Astros. and I mean, he's been great all year. He's going to be the first or second in the AL Cy Young voting, and he's continued that on to the postseason, has allowed just one run in 22 and two-thirds innings this October. Yeah, he's been magnificent. Uh, He's got a chance to to show what he can do, showcase his stuff uh, before free agency, which is always critical for a lot of pitchers, but man, if there's anybody that's almost a guaranteed win, it's got to be Garrett Cole when the team has only lost twice in your last 25 starts. He's a perfect 19-0 in those starts with an ERA under 1-6. So he's been doing it so long that it feels like a broken record. You just run him out there, let him do his thing, and Jeff Ludo talks about it from time to time, man. It just, lo- it, it just seems unfair. It looks like a video game the way Garrett Cole has been handling himself. Meanwhile, Max Scherzer, speaking of Cy Youngs, he's got three of them in his career, two with the Nationals, one uh, with the Detroit Tigers, and he's getting the ball today. Uh, Nine days rest for Scherzer as the Nationals as a team had six days of rest since their sweep of the NLCS before the World Series. But Scherzer, he's as advertised. It seems like every every time he gets the ball, he pitches well. Yeah, you you look at Max Scherzer and you start to think about how fierce of a competitor he is. And, uh, whatever stuff he's going to run up there, and it's usually elite, and he's got great deception with that uh, throwing across his body delivery where he drops down, and he's got five pitches and covers a lot of different velocities with those speeds. So it's really tough to really 
set on anything with Scherzer. So I think for the Astros, instead of trying to set on a pitch, look out over the plate a little bit because he doesn't pitch inside a whole lot and see if you can have some luck that way. The Astros did not hit well in the championship series, especially with runners in scoring position. Uh, it's, it feels like things are going to regress more to the mean because this is one of the best offenses we've seen for a long time. And that gets us to our keys to the game, and they're brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers. Yeah, the Astros 5 for 46 with runners in scoring position in the ALCS. Hit 109, still were able yep. to win the series, which is a, a testament to getting hits at the right time and also to the, the Astros pitching. And that's going to be something worth watching this series, really, I think, with both teams in terms of how they do when they get those scoring chances, because especially against both of these rotations, those figure to be pretty hard to come by. That's right, but you continue to give yourselves a lot of opportunities, and the Astros have given themselves more opportunities than anybody else this postseason. They've had 60 opportunities with runners in scoring position between the division series and the championship series, and that's what you're hoping for. You're, you're hoping to put pressure on the other team, uh, in, in trying to, to maybe force the other team to kind of expend some of those arms. Hey, look, this Nationals team is only carrying 11 pitchers in this World Series, which is a low number, which, which suggests they're really going to be reliant on their starting pitching, so that puts a little bit more pressure on them to begin with. And we say this a lot in the first game of any series when the Astros are able to get the starter out of the game before the fifth or sixth innings. That's usually going to put a, a real toll on, on the rest of the staff uh, for the Nationals going forward. So I think that's a big objective. Also, another thing to keep in mind in this series, you talk about the way the Nationals use their pitching. They've gotten 89% of their postseason innings yeah. from six pitchers, Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, and Sanchez, who have been their primary starters, and also Daniel Hudson and Sean Doolittle, who are their best relievers. As it's pretty well documented that that Nationals bullpen was not very good during the regular season, but uh, also how they use particularly Corbin and Sanchez and also Scherzer. We've seen him pitch out of the bullpen yeah. this postseason. Uh, Strasburg pitched out of the bullpen in the wild card game. So that's another wrinkle to this series when you think about how the Nationals might use their starters out of the bullpen as things progress, and that obviously affects uh, every game going forward. I feel like A.J. Hinch kind of made that popular in 2017, the way he yeah. used Charlie Morton and, and Lance McCullers Jr. so effectively. And uh, why not? I mean, you got all the rest of the winter to to rest. And, you know, all your pitchers are, are out there to, to win a World Series ring. And for a lot of these pitchers, Garrett Cole included, he's never pitched in a World Series. He's going to give you everything he's got. He certainly is, and we look forward to seeing that. And game one tonight as the Astros open up the World Series against the Washington Nationals. Coming up, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show, presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from... Dave Jagler, longtime Nationals radio broadcaster, here about this Nationals team. We'll be back after this. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. World Series Game 1, I'm with the manager, A.J. Hinch, and A.J., man, it doesn't get any better. Two out of three <laughs> years, uh, we're at the doorstep once again, and just all the excitement, all the anxiety, all that stuff, but this is the time of your life, isn't it? Yeah, pretty special. I mean, we, we can't take for granted the fact that, that the winning seasons we've had, 
Um, two of them thus far have landed us in the World Series. We have one ring to show for it. We're four wins away from another one. And I'm very proud of this team. We've, we've won a tough series in the division series to, to, to get to the, the ALCS. And, you know, fought off the Yankees, uh, clinched on our home field, and now we find ourselves with home field advantage in the World Series and a chance to, to do even better things. How fun is it to brag about Jose Altuve? <laughs> That's driven deep to left center field. Garner is going back. Looking out. See you later. See you later. Astros headed back to the World Series. Jose Altuve, a walk-off two-run homer. And the Astros beat the Yankees 6-4, to win the ALCS. Four games to two. Altuve mobbed at home plate. And the Astros are 2019 American League champions. It's awesome. I mean, he's so fun to talk about because, you know, you can, you know, I try to come up with different ways to describe him, but but it's just, it's always positive. It's always remarkable. It's always Uh, a smile. Yeah, and I love it. You know, listen, he's a star in our game, but yet people still root for him as like an underdog, even though he's got batting titles and gold gloves and silver sluggers and and things like that. So I I love everything that that, that he's about, and, and I think he's, uh, he shows up so big on the big stage, and, and he deserves all the recognition he's getting. One of the things that a lot of people want to talk about is the long layoff and the short layoff between these two teams coming into the World Series. Where do you stand on that? Oh, I think it's miserable for them that they've been off. I have to, <laughs> I have to play that gotta, card up. you got to spin it the way you... Hey, if we ever clinch early like they did, I'm going to say, man, I love how, how much time we've had you off and we're to. rested. I mean, you have to a little bit, but I listen, I, I think when you the players... We'll, we'll see if, if they maybe some of the momentum was taken away. It doesn't take away their skills. It doesn't take away what they can do. Right. Um, they were able to probably mend a few bumps and bruises along the way. So like, there's some positive in all that. Obviously, we've we've had to grind for two straight series to get to to get to this point. Um, you know, I don't know. I think you you will see what happens at the end of the series, and then people can make their evaluations. But. Um, I think when you look out there and you're like, man, they got Max Scherzer and Anthony Rendon and Trey Turner and 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 Soto. I mean, these are incredibly talented players that will overcome the time off. And on the flip side, uh, the fact that we've played so much and grinded so much, I don't think that's going to impact the Bregman, Correa, Altuve trio. How excited do you think West Palm Beach is right now? Fifteen ball. <laughs> they get a winner no matter what. Don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they get a winner, but I hope it's on our side. <laughs> you know, we, we think about the signage when we go yeah. into that ballpark in spring training. There's a fork. At some point, but there's going to yeah. be a cool signage on one side and yeah. the other side. Not so yeah, bad. when you come into that that spring training complex, you go down the same road. We travel that road. Nats go right, we go left. Yeah. I want that sign to go left <laughs> with us. Um, Ryan Presley, I mean, a little scary moment in that mm-hmm. last game. Had some scar tissue break off. He feels good. Yeah, he feels good. He threw a bullpen yesterday. Felt exceptionally well. Even maybe a little better than the other day. Sometimes that that scar tissue breaks up a little bit, and you feel actually better. So I maybe that's a blessing in disguise. I think it scared him, and he obviously was uncomfortable but um, he's good to go. He proved to us yesterday, um, throwing a short little bullpen, that he's he's good to go, and I'll use him accordingly. Another guy good to go is uh, Chris Davinsky. Mm-hmm. Devo's on the roster. Uh, I know you guys had long conversations. Why'd you go with Devo? You know, Devo's got some experience. He's pitched in the World Series before. He's got good stuff. I've liked the work that he's done in between the season and now. It's not ideal for him to have missed two series, but it didn't really match up well for him. 
Um, he, was a, he was a photo finish making the roster the first round. The Yankees were a little bit tougher for us with the changeup because of how right-handed they are. This is a right-handed team, but it's a team that's a little susceptible to the changeup in certain situations. So his strength matches up with a couple of guys. He's got some street credit with, with us and with you know our team, and, and he's been there, done that before. I'll take the experience on the big stage. Do you like the fact that this is a little more conventional with, with great starting pitchers? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I, from our side, I love the fact that our guys go deep. From their side, I hate the fact that they have elite starters. So, yeah. you know, I, I think we'll we'll see how it plays out. It certainly looks on paper to be one of the more traditional setups where you just have dominant starting pitching, um, certainly in the first few games. And I don't think you can discount, you know, Zach Granke in game three or Corbin and Sanchez have both thrown very well. They're talented starters as well. So uh, if you like starting pitching, there's some names on, on this on these first couple games that'll that'll be, you know, have a plaque somewhere in Cooperstown yep. eventually, and that's pretty exciting for baseball. Hey, your offense is one of the best that we've seen in a long time, but runners in scoring position in the postseason so far, is that more the other pitchers, or is there a little bit of difference uh, yeah, in your approach? Yeah, I mean, both. I mean, I also think, you know, it's important to note that we get a lot of guys on base, which is hard. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not true. it's not just about the, the last hit. We want to swing a little bit better and pick better pitches, but this time of year, you're not facing guys that, that make mistakes in those situations, so you got to overcome that a little bit. Um, I've said this before, I don't really care what the numbers tell you. The postseason is not about statistics. It's Win. about winning and production. And, and if you produce at the right time, great. The more opportunities you can give yourself, the better chances you have to come through in those situations. But you know, we're hoping for a big hit. You know, when you have a good chance to win, another good time is when you get Garrett Cole. Mm -hmm. Give the ball to him, and he's been just a horse for a long time now. Uh, more of the same, right? Yeah, more of the same for him. And he's excited and, is, and deserves this opportunity. It's a huge uh blessing for us that we were able to clinch in six games didn't have to use him in game six or yeah. game seven he gets to open up the world series um that one of the best uh, if not the best season in, in baseball this season and you know to hand him the ball in game one's a pretty easy decision all right it's aj hinch thanks for catching up good luck you guys Sparky. back with more astro lunch right after this astro line, astro line. Astro line the official off-season hot stove show for your Houston Astros. I love that all the Astro fans are here. With your favorite Astros and Major League stars. One of the best relievers in baseball. Will Harris. Todd Kellis, Jeff Blum, Jeff Luno in the house tonight. One of my favorite players on the team is Josh Reddick. Astro Line. Presented by Carbine Brewing Company. Live from Pluckers at 1400 Shepherd Drive in Houston. This fall, right here on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Dave Jagler, part of the Washington Nationals uh, radio broadcast team. First of all, congratulations, Dave, on the Nationals winning the National League pennant and, and getting to the World Series. And before this year, the uh, Nationals had never won a playoff series, and uh, a lot of people didn't expect them to get out of a wild card game against the Brewers, let alone beat the Dodgers in the division series and then sweep the Cardinals in the in the NLCS. It has to be a fun ride you guys are on. Yeah, it's been a tremendous ride. I mean, you look at this season, and uh, obviously we see a lot of you guys in, in spring training, and, and the expectations were high, and they have been around this ball club for about seven years but uh, so often the story has been frustration they've, they've lost four division series three of those in game five all of them by a single run so that was kind of the kind of the just the black cloud around the franchise that they couldn't get out of the division series and then this year they start 19 and 31 they had a host of injuries in the first six weeks of the season and if you know people around the sport were talking about firing Davey Martinez trade Anthony Rendon trade Max Scherzer uh, but to their credit they were able to dig out of that hole ultimately uh, for the first time made the postseason as a wild card and I think there was some benefit to having to play meaningful games 
basically from late May till the end of the season. They'd always cruise to division titles and tried to flip that switch, but they really had to grind to get there, and that served them well in the wild card game, trailing in the eighth inning, and in the division series, trailing in the eighth inning in game five. This team has faced the brink of elimination many times throughout the year and have been able to fight through it. Now, you mentioned at 19-31 and 31 start, Nationals are only the fourth team to be 12 games under 500 during a season and make it to a World Series. What turned it around? Why did you get off to the slow start, first of all, and then what kind of turned it around after those first 50 games? Well, it's hand-in-hand. Hand. I mean, health and then getting healthy. I mean, they, they lost Trey Turner in the fourth game of the season. He was out for six weeks, and he, he's a unique player in the game these days in that he's a, you know, a multifaceted player, speed at the top of the lineup with some power and an outstanding defensive shortstop. So you take him out, and they did not have an adequate replacement. And then uh, with Turner out, you lose Anthony Rendon for a period of time. You lose Juan Soto for a period of time. You lose Ryan Zimmerman. So you're four of your top five hitters out of the lineup. There's no team in the league that can really withstand that. And they got off to an historically awful start with the bullpen. At the All-Star break, their bullpen ERA was the worst in the history of Major League Baseball. So they got healthy. They, they made a few additions and changes to the bullpen. It at least became a league average bullpen in the second half of the year. And it's a team that's carried by its starting pitching. Uh, they were able to withstand a, a little bit of a loss of Max Scherzer for about a six-week period after the All-Star break. Uh, but the, really, the starting pitching carried it. They got healthy. And uh, credit to Davey Martinez. When they were struggling, he never lost the room. They came to play into battle every day. So we talked about the postseason struggles of the Nationals before this year. At what point did you start to think, as a broadcaster just watching a team, hey, things are about to change? Was it the wild card game? Was it the way things went in Game 5 of the Division Series against the Dodgers? When did you start to feel like, all right, the, the tide is turning now? Well, honestly, the, the wild card game, when they were down to their last four outs facing the outstanding Josh Hader, and Juan Soto gets a big hit, and you kind of think... When you get a couple of breaks, and the ball that Soto hit was going to tie the game, and I still don't know what happened on that hop that the Trent Grisham of the yeah. Brewers misplayed, and he was charged with an error. That took a really bad hop. I don't know if it's, that's the baseball gods or if something you know wanted that, to, but as, as soon as you win that game, you're like, okay, now they can celebrate. Uh, and then, the, obviously, the Howie Kendrick Grand Slam to beat the Dodgers. And once they beat the Dodgers, you think, well, I mean, that's a 106-win juggernaut. You get them out of the way. They, were, you know, they, they went in there and they decimated the Cardinals with starting pitching. So... Uh, the only concern now is sitting around for a week, and, and no team has really been able to na- navigate that issue successfully in recent years. Now, the Nationals are the oldest team in Major League Baseball, so maybe the rest can do them some good. That's trying to look at the positive, but yeah. you kind of spin it the other way. You sit around for a week, now you have to face Garrett Cole. How do you jump right back in and, and uh, recapture that momentum that you had just a week ago? Meanwhile, the Astros have to contend with Max Scherzer, three-time Cy Young Award winner, getting the start in, in Game One. Uh, obviously, one of the one of the game's elite pitchers. When I mean, obviously, Max Scherzer is good more often than not. But what is it that you look for early in games with Max Scherzer in terms of all right, this is this is going to be a really a really solid, really special night for him. Well, honestly, uh, Robert, in some postseason games, he comes out super amped up. Mm-hmm. If you see 98-99 on the radar gun, I never look at that as a good sign for Max. And he may come out and dominate in the first inning, throwing 98-99, but to me, that, that indicates he may have command issues and may pitch himself out a little earlier than normal. As the postseason's gone along, and in particular, his, his start against the Dodgers in Game 4 of the Division Series and against St. Louis in Game 2, he came out 95-96 and had an easy first inning, and there was a lot left in the tank, and that'll allowed him to go deeper in games so he he gets rev he is a max effort pitcher you see him stomping around on the mound to me if he goes to that mode too early that can be an issue to watch 
All right, Dave Jagler, a longtime radio broadcaster for the Washington Nationals. Again, congratulations and thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you, Robert. Should be a great series. Two outstanding teams. Looking forward to it. Every pitch. Swing and a miss. Ten strikeouts for Cole. Every inning. And Cole dances back to the dugout. Of every game. See you later. See you later. Back to back, Jack. October baseball. Everybody's got to come to our house to get to the World Series. Exclusively on the Houston Astros. Now the crowd's getting frisky. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.